Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. How many days are you gonna wait before you tired and knocked down? How many days is it gonna take to And welcome back to the 90 Day Fiancé Rahapa podcast. We're here today to talk about 90 Day Fiancé's Before the 90 Day, Season 6, Episode 18, a.k.a. Tell All Part 2, and the actual finale of Before the 90 Days. The season's officially done, but we have one more episode to talk about, and that is right here, right now. I am, of course, your host and conductor of the Hot Mess Express, Pia Zambakili, ready to break things down. For one last time for this season before, of course, there's other seasons coming. So it's not really ever over. The train is always running. I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's get this going. And with me today is a lovely friend and a frequent guest over here on the Hot Mess Express and my co-host for Traders Canada, which is starting real soon. It's Scally. Scally, how are you doing? Ooh, hello, hello. I'm excited to be here, especially uh, I initially came in under the impression that Puya was forcing me to attend a Steiner's Anonymous meeting, uh, but I'm glad to find out that this is the 90 Day Podcast. You know, when I look at you, Scali, you know what I think to myself? I'm like, this guy Steins. <laughs> so, uh, what a reveal that was. <laughs> I still cannot fathom why we got there and why this was a thing. I, I don't know why we haven't gotten there sooner. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh this was you know this was literally the second half of the series uh of the tell-all which means that it's done and that also means that they didn't really have a good segue we just literally jumped right back in into the next episode like it was nothing there was no really not a lot of like preview or we took a break we just literally jumped right into riley and violet where they left it off last week yeah, it was a odd stopping point for sure. I feel like maybe we could have tied this one up all in one segment and that might have been like a little healthier for everybody. But no, they chose to use this as the uh, next time on primarily. Yeah, the, the so we jump right in. And obviously the question that we were left with was 
uh, Violet being asked, are you pregnant with Riley's child? And Violet then mentions that this is complicated. She says that because of her age and some health issues that she did have a miscarriage. Now, what happens here was a little bit yuck to me because I really felt like Riley had zero remorse for anything he was hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like this was just gross in general. Um, it was unfortunate. I wish that we had just like left Riley and Violet where they just hated each other for normal things without less this much baggage and stuff to deal with. But no, unfortunately, we've had to drag this on, uh, drag this on. And I felt really bad for Violet for having to discuss all of this on television where she didn't seem to feel comfortable. But I was glad as soon as she said, like, oh, I feel so much lighter. And like, I'm glad this is like over and done with. Yeah, I'm I'm happy she was able to let it out. What I didn't like from Sean was that Violet gives out this information of like, you know, I, I did have a miscarriage. And then Sean's like, so, but it was Riley's child. Like, what are you doing, Sean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why else is this coming up here? Stop yeah, I, Riley's friend Tiffany, who had been like, I don't know about this relationship, uh, had the good sense to immediately be like, Riley, shut up. <laughs> like, you yeah. are here now. And like, we are all on Violet's side, <laughs> including me. <laughs> So that's the thing. The only other thing we got here was um, Riley, again, being a little bit too, too annoying, where Jasmine chimes in and says, uh, you weren't an angel either, Riley. Let's make that clear. What I found really interesting, the overarching theme of this episode for me was Jasmine's the voice of reason here. I know it was so funny to see in part one where they're all like, oh, my God, I really hope we don't have to deal with Jasmine. And by the end, it seemed like so many of them were just like completely charmed by her. So (laughs) Jasmine, uh, you know, when she wants to has a real way with people. Yeah, and I absolutely love it. Mm hmm. Yeah, especially because we're going to be seeing her for quite a while. Uh, I would say for years to come, it seems like. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) I think that, uh, you know, getting this side of Jasmine is also fun. Yeah, I feel like with Jasmine, if if this is the Jasmine I'm going to get, I'm very happy with it because Jasmine brings the drama, but clearly has retrospection and capability of seeing things uh, and and being silly and also making jokes and having fun. So I'm very happy about that, Uh, even though the bulk of the good Jasmine and Gino content is their drama. I'm very happy with this change of pace here. Yeah, I don't know. I I enjoy the goofy with them, too. It's the balance, because if it was all drama, like it gets really heavy when it is dramatic but the fact that they still are like goofy and like pervy like is you know what balances them out you're into the goofy and the pervy no that's not what i'm into that's what you said i said i'm into the balance sure Um, (laughs) so then we find out that violet's coming to the u.s so Um, that was a curveball interesting um i would be curious like when this ball started moving like i know that uh for example razvan had planned to come to the u.s already and he is just following through on those did violet already start applying for a visa to come to the u.s for visitation or uh when did this get planned is a big question that i have yeah i would like to know but this is happening she is coming to the u.s i don't know if the relationship's going to go anywhere though so 
I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, I think it would just be better for all of us, them included, if we called it here. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, we have all seen, even Riley was like, you know, mine was the second most toxic relationship on the show. It's like, all right, stop being so proud. Um, <laughs> like, we can go ahead and call it. Like, you have seen the signs. Let's move on. Yeah, we're going to move right over here. They take a little break and then, um, Jasmine says she feels like he still wants it to work out with Violet. And then this is when uh, Riley says, well, I would have given her a ring. I had a ring ready. I didn't want to have like a regret moment of I wish I would have brought something. So I brought it just in case. But then it didn't really go anywhere else after that. Mm-hmm. I kind of do feel like they might get back together. I think honestly, if they do like fast forward them right to last resort i think that's where they belong um <laughs> like we are not doing anything else uh it is already in the emergency stage for this relationship that's my thing uh my read or my feelings are if they get back together good enjoy being back together just don't do it on my tv mm, yeah right <laughs> they never leave us alone with like the worst couples it always is uh they're showing back up well uh i hope that you are wrong but we'll see all right let's talk about your favorite couple of the season christian and cleo (laughs) galley no (laughs) um wolf yeah was not excited to be just like completely hit over the head with christian and cleo content but uh i was excited that everyone else seemed to feel the same about christian as i did that's the thing for me it was very evident as of last episode that Okay, who because always every tell all there's one person that is basically universally uh, opposed to everyone else or everyone else is opposed to that person. This was going to be Christian. And I'm very happy that it ended up being Christian. Mm-hmm. It felt like it could have been Jasmine. People did come in a little hot at the beginning, but she charmed them. And then ultimately everything went to Christian's way. Yeah. So what happens here is, first of all, we find out that the two of them were together as of three days ago. So they were together for about a month and that was because Cleo was in the States as opposed to Christian being in England and Cleo met all the women in Christian's family and they seemed to have loved her and everything went well. And then Sean asked, obviously, why didn't you meet with the men in the family? And this is when Christian speaks up and says that the men in the family had some not good things to say about his relationship with Cleo. So he wanted to protect her, shield her from the men so that she wouldn't feel uncomfortable during her stay there. Mm-hmm. I think that this is an okay short-term solution. Um, you know, like let's do our best here. Uh, I hope that the women in Christian's families are good allies to Cleo since they seem to like her so much and hold the men in his family accountable. Uh, but I am nervous for the long-term solution here. Uh, do they change? And like, it seems like if the, they can't even be in the same room and meet Cleo, then there is like a good amount of change that really got to happen before it is going to be like a happily ever after yeah i'm with you i think this is a good stopgap for the first the first trip to the u.s make sure it's smooth make sure it's nothing about positive experiences clearly the family members that she has met have taken a liking to her they've they there seems to be nothing but good things there so i'm happy about that but that is 50 percent of the 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 family there's a whole other half that need to be met need to at the very least have a cordial relationship with because if you're talking about potentially getting married at this tell-all you can't do that and then have her just never meet one half of your family Mm. especially if you're as tight-knit as you keep saying you are 
Look at now, Christian is not worried about talking to this 50% of the population. Um, it's interesting because, I mean, the other solution is like Christian goes much more limited contact with that side of his family. Uh, I don't think that he is ready to do that or wants to do that. So like you got to make big steps and I don't know what steps Christian is taking, but I hope that they're honestly pretty aggressive at this point. Yeah. So then the next thing we see, of course, is we can't have a Cleo segment without Cleo's friend Jane coming in to give her two cents. And she was asked how she feels about their relationship. And she immediately says, well, Christian's uh, too selfish. And I feel like he has a hard time listening to Cleo. And then there was mention of, you know, well, he has allegedly made changes. But there was one incident of him talking to a woman. And this was something, a boundary that was set by Cleo. And he says, all right, let me explain what the incident was. Scally, take it away. Mm, yes. So Christian explains how he belongs to a group called Steiner's Anonymous. And at first I'm like, okay, um, I hear anonymous. And I generally am like, you know, I'm, I'm listening. I'm going to respect. Uh, we later find out that that is a group that he and his friends have created, uh, which is it's a Stein, Discord server. A Discord server, yes. Uh, where uh, it means to get some is when you're getting Stein. Uh, so gross. Um, and so uh, I'm wondering what the recruitment process is like for this because apparently some woman joins and she starts talking to Christian and makes it clear that he is cute and she is interested. Uh, and that is definitely a boundary that Cleo is not happy with. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I looked up i typed in steiner's anonymous mm -hmm. the first result was stoner's anonymous the <laughs> second one was steiner's anonymous discord i guess people have been <gasps> searching for it Ooh, i'm wondering if we could find it um i did look for the urban dictionary for steiner because i was like okay is this something that they made up or uh is there any use of this there is a little bit of use to call liberals or hippies steiners apparently that's the best i got i don't think that's the way that they're using it uh so uh you know at first when again when i hear steiners anonymous i'm like holy christian was trying to be helpful for this girl and now i'm like this is a group talking about getting some and you're talking to some girl who's like you're cute i like you like what do you think cleo's gonna think See, I thought initially before you explained it, I thought it was like beer related because like Stein, yeah. beer steins. And I thought, oh, maybe it's that. But no, it, this is just a word they've decided means sex, I guess. So that's new. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is a bad endorsement for Discord. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. So a girl joins this discord, which I'm very curious how people get in the server. If this is started by just a group of friends, how, do people get recruited? Is there like a link out there on the web that they just found and got in? Questions are raised. But yeah, she I guess this girl thought he was good looking and complimented him to which he said. I don't remember exactly. Do you have the quote of what he responded? God, I do not. I tried to avoid. He said like something to the effect, you know, it's like when someone says I and love I you and you say thanks, it's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, it's, it was like he was he didn't say thanks. You're not so bad yourself. He said something along the lines of yeah, thank you for thinking that or something. So it was yeah. like harmless on that response tip. But this was a broader message and conversation about how he does not recognize what he's doing as wrong. He says as much on the episode. He says that I don't think anything I'm doing is wrong. And he says that it's wrong because it affected Cleo. So, well, that's not like you can't say 
it's basically saying, I'm sorry if it hurt your feelings, but not I'm mm. sorry I said it, which I don't think is the same thing. Not at all. I'm sorry yeah. you took it that way, rather. It's bad. And this is like a pattern with him where he like pushes off responsibility for his actions and constantly mm-hmm. puts it on like this is how Cleo feels. Um, I still need to know what the purpose of this discord server is because Steiner's anonymous makes it seem like we are going for like anonymous hookups. <laughs> like what is going on? I th- it was like Mashley Addison-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, what is going on here? Uh, maybe you need to leave this once you're in a relationship. That might be the rule. Um, but I don't know. Like he was going to a meeting and I was like giving the benefit of the doubt and then all of a sudden to find out what it actually means paints it in a whole different context and makes it like way worse even it does i also don't know if i said ashley madison or mashley addison earlier but i've been thinking and i I said one of them it doesn't matter (laughs) i think you said ashley (laughs) okay there we go (laughs) so then uh they they show them they do little clip show for them of uh, extended footage of what the interaction was with him and the american over at the uh, bar, the one he, of course, invited to Thanksgiving and Scally. <laughs> First of all, he calls himself a little wolf on the prowl, Threw which <laughs> everyone said that means one thing. He's like, I didn't mean it like that. It's like, well, that's what you said. I and wanted, then, what did you mean? Tell me. Yeah. I mean, what did you mean? <laughs> Seriously. And then he, this is where we learn what Steiner's anonymous was because he mentions that uh, yeah, you know, Steiners are cool. Like we got Steined, and, and she was like, "This is gross." And <laughs> she recognized it fully. And then after this, he's like, "Well, actually, we're doing Thanksgiving. If you want to come, I'm actually going to Belgium now." Deborah, were you going to Belgium already, or did this push the fast forward the trip forward? Because either way, I I commend you for getting <laughs> out of there. She was looking up her Instagram. She was buying a ticket like immediately. <laughs> like, I mean, in the last time I was on, we talked about how Christian was like, I don't want to look like a creep. It's like, well, good thing this this didn't make air until now, I guess, because like she so clearly is taken aback when he's like, yeah, we're talking about getting some. And she's like, Ugh. <laughs> like clearly just disgusted. And then he's like, why don't you come to my house? Like, oh, my God, what a transition. Obviously, like read signs. It felt like and and when he talked about having a girlfriend and like visiting her, it didn't sound like, I don't know, as someone who's in a relationship, a long term relationship, I could tell or feel like the conversation wasn't as platonic as he's advertising it to be. Mm -mm. No, it's so weird. I mean, for her to like give him a polite no and then him be like okay well give me your instagram so i can stalk you I'm like, okay <laughs> like, i don't know why we're doing this just you met this person for five minutes you don't need to keep in contact i'm sorry he's like blames things on being an extrovert i'm an extrovert too i don't prowl bars saying i'm a wolf on the prowl <laughs> <laughs> like no one is getting this vibe from me constantly that i'm going to like you know i'm trying to stein all the time like it is too much how was it? How was this in the first conversation he had with a stranger? Is what I want to know. How did Steiner's anonymous come up in the middle of all this? He like, dropped a like, segue there. She would know what it is. He's like, "Well, I gotta tell my fellow Steiners." She's like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> like, obviously, he was dying to tell her about it. Yeah, I wonder how many members it has. It probably isn't that impressive. I need someone to go deep undercover and get into this group desperately. I have a feeling no one's gonna find it. Ugh, no, I need someone like Christian. I'm Christian has had a friend on air. I'm sure find them on Facebook, befriend them, like do whatever you got to do and get in that group. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's so funny because there's so many related searches to uh, Steiner's anonymous Discord servers. People are really trying to find it, I think. So I'll give it another like four days before someone on Reddit has found it. I need it. I truly need someone to infiltrate and post the screenshots. You, you will be infiltrating. Uh, it. When we get the server, we are going to send it to you. <laughs> I, please DM me. I need the gossip. I want to know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to know. Uh, so. I need to. <laughs> Your curiosity will get the best of you, Scally. I'll tell you. If they're on <laughs> another season and they don't show this group, I'm going to be pissed. If they're on another season, my prediction is it's going to start with B-roll of him having a Steiner's bash and they're all it's all the Steiner's anonymous discord people hanging out at a party. That's my guess. That is so bizarre to call like a party group chat that <laughs> like I am extremely comfortable with my friends. It's fine, but I still think that is a weird group chat name. I it feels like something that started in high school a little bit. God yeah i mean christian does seem stuck in high school in quite a few ways so that would not surprise me yeah so then uh i love that rosvon checks him and says what are you doing in bars and then everyone from misha amanda dempsey like they all went in on him for all of this and then they brought out deborah the american the american woman who had to get exposed to the steiners talk at the bar and she comes she's there in person so she comes in and she says, yeah, he seemed very open, very chatty and said that if I didn't know he had a girlfriend, I think it was flirty. And the only person who was in his corner was Tyre. Oh, God. Yeah. Tyre just needed to be quiet a couple times here in this reunion. Honestly, um, when they brought out Deborah, I was so excited. High hopes. <laughs> Christian being like, where did they find you? Like, I don't know. Maybe the Instagram that you forced her to type in on national television, probably there. Um, so <laughs> just like, I don't know why you're that surprised. I was surprised they brought her. I wasn't surprised they could find her. Um, you know, they probably had to get like a release form signed, obviously. Uh, so it was really funny to watch her come out i ultimately wish that she dragged him a little more i mean when he jumped to like you can call me a pig like if you know that people are going to call you a pig <laughs> like then what like you say that your behavior could never be interpreted as such and then are just begging people to call you a pig i don't get it yeah that was the weird thing for me is that that switch up of no nah, the only reason i think it's something wrong is because Cleo's bothered by it but also if you call me a pig I get it like what how like is this a kink like no I'm not feeding into this <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then ultimately um Jasmine says some stuff and he says well this type of criticism coming from you is hypocritical Jasmine and Jasmine said all I'm like you know I'm just saying I feel like you are you want to be the center of attention like, really, that's what it feels like. And then um, Deborah says, after I saw the footage of what Cleo said to you, maybe you should have walked on eggshells more. Do you understand that someone who doesn't know you or your relationship says that after seeing that, that you acting like you don't get it is weird? Mm. And then his defense is obviously, I feel like I'm being attacked for who I am. When you get into a relationship, there are things that get discussed Things that you may not be able to do anymore or things that you could do, but would make your partner uncomfortable or things that you do want to do. But ultimately, you have to check in with your partner for it. this is just the walk of life. You want to share your life with somebody. You got to share everything with that person. 
the everything being you might have to switch up some behaviors, you might have to switch up some habits, and that is what you're signing up for. Look, I am not someone who would be coming here and like attacking Christian if it did come off as truly innocent every time or mm-hmm. if he was seeming to accommodate Cleo in other measures but it seems like it's consistently being ignored and the vibe is overtly flirty and that's why I'm like if everyone in this room is yelling at you like take stock of that <laughs> yeah honestly I feel like um this is one of those things to me where I feel like for all the things that could be highlighted for Christian, this being highlighted is arguably the easiest thing for him to rectify. It's like they gave him a softball of, hey, extroversion's fine, but when your partner says, don't talk to like women at bars you don't know and you might be coming off flirty, look inwards, think about it. Am I coming off flirty? Yes, perhaps. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Because you can have the same, you can talk to the same person and just use different verbiage and you would be fine. It would not be a problem. And I, hell, I would might even be like, she's, she might be being harsh on, on Christian, but the proof is in the pudding. We've literally seen him do that. He needs to be accountable. Even just like slight body language things, I think could change this. Like stop opening yourself up so far to her. Like stop like, you know, leaning in. Like maybe you could just face the bar, have a more casual conversation. Uh, Maybe don't approach like young girls on an airplane and get cut off because you're so drunk. Like there are a few things that light things that could be changed that would even make this better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So then we ended up getting a first of all, then this is when he brings up that, um, he asked Cleo if she would be willing to marry him. I hate when people do this on this show where they're not proposing, but they're floating the question, but you're basically proposing. So Cleo's going to react like you're proposing. And then you're like, I'm not proposing. I'll do it properly. Like why this, like, I hate this middle of the road thing. Ugh. Honestly, it was better than the proposal option for me. Like, I was terrified that this was a proposal uh, and that it was just going to be like Cleo saying yes. And I was going to have to dread waiting for this to ultimately happen. Um, I wonder if this was his angling getting on another season potentially of main 90 day of like, hey, on your radar, we're going to be getting engaged at some point. So uh, <laughs> that might be the case. I do wonder if she had just said yes immediately. Would he have said it was an official proposal or was it all the backlash? He was like, oh, it's not official, guys. Like, come on. Like, I'm going to do this in person. Like, right. Come on. Come on. My intent. I feel like if she had just said yes, he would have been like, all right, easy enough. Done. Like, yeah. I don't have to do it later. But now he has to do a whole production. It's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him honestly being the guy who wants to go like over the top and doing it uh, like you know, a couple different times in like big ways or whatever. But you know, uh, the words attention whore were thrown at him already. So seeing that he was doing it on television was not extremely surprising either. Yeah. So that's what we got from them. Let's take a quick break just like they did. And then when we come back, we're going to dive into the rest of the couples here. Okay. So then when they, so they go take a break and in the green room, uh, they I think was it Riley who said I thought you were in trouble because she's she was really good looking and then Christian says she's got curly hair not my type (laughs) (laughs) no one's ever straightened their hair before it's never happened I mean first of all 
for that to be a deal breaker at all was laughable. It was very funny, like the way to explain that away. But just like uh, Christian, like just shut up, like stop. <laughs> or Riley, maybe also stop talking. But like Christian, stop before like you dig yourself a bigger hole here. Yeah, not cur- curly hair, not my type. I'm fine otherwise. <laughs> otherwise, yeah. fine by the sounds of it. Otherwise. <laughs> Steiner's Anonymous would have been hearing about her. Oh my God. Steiner's <laughs> Anonymous. Definitely. You know who else is in Steiner's Anonymous? Mm-hmm. Sarper. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that might be the case. Honestly, I think Statler might have just left. <laughs> Statler may have on the DL said, Hey, can I get that link? I have some things to share with y'all. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of people. Yeah. And then, okay, the next couple we got were David and Sheila. Now, David and Sheila, their update is relatively short. They're doing well. Their relationship is strong. Uh, Sheila has opened a little store in the Philippines where she said they sell chips and coffee. So I'm thinking it's like a little corner store type situation. They've called it Sheila and David's store, which is adorable. I love that. And we find out that things may have taken a bit of an unexpected turn for David when he went to meet with his immigration lawyer to figure out their process because basically what they wanted to do was they wanted to get married in the Philippines and then they wanted to get the marriage visa for her to come to the U S and then they bring John rail as well. The issue being, and the immigration lawyer points this out to him, which I could have told you, I knew this as well. The K one visa is a faster process. The K one visa, of course, being the 90 day visa where you say you have a fiance, you apply, you do all the paperwork, you do the interview They come into the States, they have 90 days to get married and then apply for the adjustment of status. That is the shorter process of the two. If you were to get married outside of the U.S. and then try and bring them in, I think it's the K3 visa, the marriage visa. That is a longer process that adds a year or two years to your process. So the immigration lawyer says that K1 would take you two years. This marriage one will take close to three to four years. So you should do the K1 visa, which is actually what they ended up doing but david was completely heartbroken and all i could say is you google it you would have known immediately yeah i don't know i mean it sucks and it's gross that it takes either of them this long like it's unfortunate i uh am frustrated for them i mean the fact that like every person on stage was crying along with them just tells you like they were the heart and soul of this season i can Mm -hmm. see them coming back on another before the 90 days and then on 90 day like whatever it takes to keep them coming back i think that we found like a new heartwarming couple I definitely co-signed that and I feel like they've done good um, and and I feel like they were fun, not fun to watch, but they were, like you said, we need a rootable couple and they were that couple for sure. Um, The, the nine, the process to the immigration visas for, for relationships is a long one. And the two years that definitely still has backlog of COVID stuck on it. I'm pretty sure because at one point it was like 18 months. And now it's like two years here. And I know it was longer, obviously, during the pandemic as well. So it'll get faster. But yeah, they unfortunately do have to wait a little bit before they get there. Yeah, even 18 months is so long. Uh, It's unfortunate. I mean, it was at least fun to see, like, hopefully David is going to be able to visit or Sheila's be able to visit. And hopefully that's going to be a thing. But for now, to see that David was able to help Sheila's family build a brand new home and see the before and after. That was a fun little update. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Seeing that the 
you know, Sheila has a nicer place now there, which is at the very least good because again, it's going to be a long process. So they got a good home now. We got to see the before and after. Then they they gave us the uh, Amy, Amy, the interpreter, jealousy angle footage, which really didn't think that it mattered to be here. Um, and in that footage, I was reminded that Amy had said it took her a, a month to learn sign language, to which the minute they came out of the footage, David was like, yeah, I don't believe her that it took a month. There's no way. There's no way it would have had to take longer. Why did we need to bring this back up? Uh, it felt unnecessary. Really unnecessary to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look at this lying temptress, Amy, Amy, who like did nothing of the sort, like probably fudged the numbers there a little bit on how long it took her to learn sign language. But otherwise, I think that this was like, you know, uh, maybe they just wanted to talk to David and Sheila for longer and didn't know what else to talk about. Uh, but <laughs> I didn't need this. Well, I think the, the footage they had to talk about, they did right after this, which actually mattered more to me, uh, which was them having to get creative to communicate about sex stuff. And you knew the minute the segment came up, there's a person on that panel that's going to ask something. And of course, Statler immediately says, so what's the what's sign language for blowjob? <laughs> like, yeah. All right, go on. And David didn't hold back, showed us the blowjob which I think that's like one of the sign language gestures I knew already. Um, I didn't so. have it confirmed. <laughs> I still look, I'm a child. I can hear a word uh, will make me laugh. The sign being uh, exactly what you think uh, was, you know, did make me chuckle. I flagged it up on the original time that they brought it up. And I don't think they blurred anything out that time. Um, and I was like, <laughs> Oh, um, like talking about the positions was interesting. Uh, so to see the entire cast with their hands blurred out was making me lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. I did like Jasmine had a fun moment where she said, what's the sign language for take your hat off. And then she, he shows her and then she turns to Gino and says, Gino take your hat off and then did the blowjob gesture as well after <laughs> very funny yeah <laughs> and funny that gino was like oh like i know what's happening with that one like Gino, you're turning her down later stop lying <laughs> like she's she like, gonna I like, go to sleep i'm tired <laughs> i have my sleeping hat on leave me alone uh, yeah that's what's happening later Speaking of Gino and Jasmine, we might as well circle back to them because they got another segment here. And this had all to do with the prenup of it all. If y'all remember, the prenup caused a huge fight in this season, culminating with Gino taking his foot off the gas and saying, you know what, I'll forget about the prenup. And Jasmine was literally seconds away from saying, I'll just sign the prenup. So he spoke first and he lost that battle. They're not going to sign a prenup. And then they asked Gino if he had his ex sign a prenup. He said he didn't. And then he said that, you know, my ex had her own like business and assets and stuff. This didn't kick up a lot of beef. I really thought this might be something Jasmine might react to. She didn't. So I love that. And um, we got more footage of their of their experiences. Scally, obviously, David and Sheila, we had the sex video. We got to have the one here. And this is, I had forgotten this happened. (laughs) We got the reminder that Jasmine golden showered Gino. So that's a refresher. But he doesn't seem to remember this. That was the funniest thing. Yeah. Gino kept lying or like just he was being a little bashful where it's like Gino you're doing this on TV like own it uh, so he's like I don't even remember the golden shower and like sure Gino I'm sure you don't <laughs> like okay that's not something you forget <laughs> and it was funny because they mentioned that they did it in the jacuzzi 
And everyone's like, you did it in the hotel jacuzzi? And Jasmine's like, don't trust hotels. They don't, they're not clean. People do weird things there. <laughs> yeah, she's the one doing the weird things. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't trust them. I'm in there because I'm contributing, but otherwise. <laughs> oh, very Jasmine. take one to no one type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she tells us that she did because there was another piece of footage. There was a lot of footage. Uh, this is how I knew they were running out of material. We kept seeing footage and react content uh, <laughs> that we had the footage of her at the doctor when she wanted to get tighter. And then we find out she did end up having the procedure, the uh, vaginal rejuvenation procedure, and that it's potentially too tight now. Mm. Yeah, Gino looked proud of himself on that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're, str- <laughs> they're struggling there. So you have to that follow is- up, David. <laughs> yeah, he's competing now. So yeah, he is uh, definitely struggling uh, in more ways than one. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I'm sure that'll be a storyline on the next season. Yeah, I did, and and this was funny to me because they went to Nicola because Nicola wanted to give advice and I was racking my brain what is he going to say not thinking the most obvious thing there which would have which he literally says why don't you go to Jesus he will help you mm-hmm. I love Jasmine's reaction where she was like oh Nicola reminds me of my mom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like okay but um, she said it's so nice she was like yeah Nicola and my mom they're both devout so like this makes sense and you know what you're right I am going to pray to have more sex you know, I, I hope that comes through for you. Like, good job for the two of you. <laughs> good job and good luck. They're yeah. planning their wedding. We obviously at this point know we're going to see them on the next season. So I would assume we're going to see that wedding on the next season. So that'll be fun for when we get there. Yeah. Uh, which the new season starts next week. Ooh, I do wish that Gino and Jasmine's sex life was between them and Jesus. But unfortunately, it is all over TV for all of us to find out. Yeah, it's uh, if it's good for Jesus, it's good for all of you. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) It can't get any worse from here, though, Scally. I feel like we've already like what else can they say about their sex life? That's going to be even more than what we've already learned. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, we saw that Jasmine received a gift from her friends. Uh, with we some still toys. haven't heard about that being used, did we? Yeah. So I think that that update's coming soon. <laughs> Yay! All <laughs> aboard, ninety day. Woo! <laughs> How do you not convince more people to watch the show? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, if if you're listening right now, you're clearly in the thick of it. So appreciate you being here. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's funny because I always I think about this sometimes where. If I was to do like a highlight reel of scenes to give someone like a demo reel to have them watch the show, I feel like with 90 Day, I'd probably get some from like older seasons, not too old, mm-hmm. um, because some of these new ones, I don't know, even know where to go with it. <laughs> I don't know. I started with the new ones and I'm hooked. So, I mean, and for that, we thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So then we go to Amanda and Rosvan, and Rosvan immediately first says that he's upset because he didn't know how long this was going to take and he had to miss his striptease class. <laughs> now, was he teaching or learning? That was my question. Was this like a TikTok live that was scheduled? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he did say a strip fitness class. So uh, people were like, you can do it, it now. Teaser fitness. 
Um, I didn't. I thought fitness, but I it could be. How would strip fitness? Where is it like you strip? Oh, that's and then definitely it's fitness a workout. Really? Yeah, pole dancing is a very uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I was assuming that was what he was talking about, but uh, yeah, pole dancing a very popular. Workout. Oh yeah. So when I when I search strip fitness near me, top ten best pole dancing classes. There you go. Okay, I didn't know that was the term for it. Cool. I can see it. Yeah. So not, yeah. that's where my mind went. So. Yeah, see, so yeah, I see this other one. It's pole dancing, belly dancing, b- bar, B-A-R-R-E, burlesque heels. Okay. Yeah, so there's you definitely quite a few ways. Bookmark, and then we can finish the podcast, and you can go later. Bye. Okay, I'll sign up. <laughs> <laughs> podcast better not go too long, Scott. I don't want to miss my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to be brief. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so they were asked, how are things between you two? We find out. I'm so happy. They're not together. They're friends, Woo. but they're not together anymore. So yay. They broke up about two to three weeks after the trip. So that happened. And what I didn't appreciate here is that Riley's ass kept insinuating that it's convenient that they broke up after he slept with her. Insinuating that Rosvon was in it to Stein and then leave. Yeah, that's so much work. <laughs> like to get someone to travel internationally, like talk to them for months on end, and then like you know talk to them about how you badly you want to visit them and meet their children and go back to America with them. Uh, that's a lot of work. Like we've obviously heard a lot of people bring up um, people dating or trying to get re- into relationships for the visa or for the green card. This is a new one for me. Uh, that you get someone to fly across the globe just to have s- relations with them, and then that's it. And clearly, we know better. This is absolutely not what happened here. But it sounds like Razvan's the one who broke up, and he wanted to focus on his work and himself, and in the didn't want to be in the relationship because ultimately, uh, the relationship it was a lot to commit to a hundred percent, and he wasn't ready. Which I don't blame him. I think it was very clear to us that to sign up for this relationship was a lot more than just we're dating now and we're happy. It There was a lot of work that needed to be put in. Mm-hmm. This did not leave off in a good place. So I don't know why anyone is yeah. surprised that this didn't work out all the time, like that whole time. Uh, I honestly was not surprised that it ended. I was surprised it didn't end sooner. Um, so making two to three weeks after Amanda left was more than I thought for this relationship. Right. And then um, Amanda said something along the lines of uh, if I'm dating someone, they need to have thick skin because I'm a bit of a bitch. I was like, (laughs) yeah, cool it. I'm not mean, but also I'm going to be mean to you. So (laughs) So deal with it. (laughs) Yeah, I really liked in the first part where Amanda was like, I was too scared to be myself on camera during the season. So I didn't get to show the real me. And I was like, what a blessing. You should have yeah, just like you, you got away suffering. it. <laughs> like I was not a fan, but oh my god, this reunion was a rough look. Yeah, it went from I wasn't a fan to oh I'm I'm a hater. <laughs> like yeah. I've actively Don't switched up the <laughs> other way. I trended in di- the the wrong direction. Then Jasmine tells Amanda that she was being a bit mean to Razvan, and and Amanda kind of uh, slapped back at oh. Jasmine here. Yeah, uh, shut the F up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, and I love Jasmine just not taking the bait and being like, I don't need to respond to her. Like, okay, Jasmine. She, I, is she kind of served with that where she said, 
I'm, all I'm going to say is I don't think I'm the only one that believes this. Like, <laughs> good. That's all you needed to say because we are in agreement. We are on your side here. Uh, and then ultimately, who said no one forced you to take the trip, but you volunteered to? I like that. But then here comes Amber. So Amber, of course, is Amanda's sister who was giving her the warnings in the beginning of the season to not rush into this because she has a history of doing so. And then Amber kind of ratted out Amanda, oh, big time. <laughs> which I loved. Yeah, there must have been some drama here between uh, like family members already. Or it's yeah, like, oh, I got you back. <laughs> like, I'm gonna air you out on TV. Yeah. So what we find out is that uh, Amber says that there were reasons that um, because Amanda had said that there was, you know, some of the things I didn't like was that he was putting these like restrictions on who I can talk to and he was a bit controlling. And Amber says there were reasons why he put those limits, Amanda. And then all you hear Amanda say is relax. <laughs> not one time a good seven times relax amber relax relax i was like oh my god just let her say it like she's yeah. clearly going to <laughs> and we find out that one of the guys that rosvan didn't want her talking to uh that relationship wasn't just uh friends that was romantic for a second and amanda says i don't think it was romantic it was more maybe flirtatious and rosvan said well this is the first time i'm hearing about this and yeah. Amber says, well, Roswan had his suspicions, but she denied it to him. Mm, I love Amber just airing her all the way out <laughs> on TV. Uh, interesting move, but sure, go for it. For Roswan, I feel like probably looks better if he did know about it and he was being like a tiny bit controlling, but whatever. It, he was proven right, ultimately. Uh, and then Amanda was just sitting there basically smirking the whole time as she was like her bad behavior was on display. It seemed like she was like giggling and not taking this very seriously. Yeah. She, again, she's being her true self, Scally. Respect mm -hmm. it. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <God>. uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that like maybe it's a case of like Jasmine knows she's locked in for another season. So doesn't need to take the bait where maybe Amanda's trying to like pick some fights here. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't see Amanda coming back. At least I hope not. But who knows? Because Roswell's going to be in the U.S. in two months. He's going to be there. He's going on his visit visa. And then he's going to apply for the artist visa is his plan. And he wants to give them another chance when he gets there. And he kept sounding like the door was open for him. And we find out that Roswell had asked if he could stay with Amanda while he found a place to stay. And she said, absolutely not. I feel like Amanda has no interest in being with him anymore, whereas Rosvan's willing to like revisit it. Yeah, zero. Like, there's no way. I mean, uh, we find out at the end of the episode where Amanda's like, um, "Jokes on him because I'm actually seeing someone else." Like, oh, could have talked about that, I guess. Yeah. Why? Why wasn't the the producer should have known that? Why didn't that come up? This was. This is my issue with the tell all. It, it's like we've had tell alls that have just been messy for no reason. This one was very tame compared to the other seasons and i feel like there were clear things they could have poked at to get us somewhere but they didn't yeah. i think the mess was like i still had a good time watching this so i'm not mad ultimately at this tell-all at all but it was not as like over the top people just screaming at each other as i agree yeah well we have to end it on this segment believe it or no. not it's over. The episode ended. <laughs> Honestly, I would have zero issues with doing so, but we I, I wrote literally four lines, so this will be quick anyway. <laughs> we must end the season. Not even the episode. The season. The grand finale 
of 90 Day Fiancés before the 90 Day Season 6. Tyre, of course. Uh, Tyre, you got catfish. That sucked, didn't it? Yeah, it sucked. All right. Well, here's the audio recording we had of, and they bring out Amelia, who's the producer that found out that he was catfish, who, by the way, Amelia had more screen time than Tyre did in this episode. Good. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Bring Amelia back. I would rather watch her. <laughs> yeah. So they played the recording that, uh, if y'all remember, Tyre ran away from and didn't want to listen to. They play that recording of Amelia's call with Christian and um, Christian the scammer, not the panelist on the show. Christian had mentioned that Tyree had given him about two to $3,000. And the chilling part of all this was when he had gone to visit, he, the Christian had made requests, asked Carmela to bring clothes and I guess a cell phone or something. So he brought them, he delivered them to a store and Christian saw him doing all this. Christian was there when Tyree was, you know, doing all this and then Amelia asked well how did you feel about that and Christian said I feel like he was dumb he's a stupid American and (sighs) this is what united every person on that panel that whole show got behind one person here in Tyre yeah my question is Christian asked Tyre to bring clothes now was Tyre bringing women's clothes that were supposedly for Carmela and he was giving them to someone else or was Tyre bringing male clothes that Christian was asking for uh they didn't clarify I assumed I assumed that it was women's clothing but now I'm like listen Tyre literally confessed that he was gaslighting himself into ignoring the red flags so maybe it was men's clothes and he just didn't think twice about it (laughs) <laughs> that was my like one question where I was like, um, okay, this could have been one more sign we really could have dug into. Uh, but yeah, this was tough. I mean, uh, Tyre really let himself fall for like way too many tricks. Uh, and it is unfortunate. And I hope he does better in the future. Uh, he says basically that he needs to like do some self healing. And I think that that is a very valuable takeaway. And I hope that that is actualized. Yeah. Because, uh, Sean asked him and said, well, a lot of our viewers want to know, are you single and looking? He said, I'm single. I'm not looking. I'm working on myself right now. And I was like, respect. Good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, also, they offered to call Christian and have him talk to Tyre one-on-one. And Tyre agreed. So they try and call Christian. Christian doesn't answer, but it's the voicemail of like, leave a message. And as it beeps, Riley says, we're coming to get you mother effort <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i yeah. love this this was my favorite thing riley my the only thing i've liked that riley's done all season was this ad lib <laughs> so good it was funny i felt like in the preview i couldn't tell if uh maybe and this was maybe me like you know not always paying attention to previews but i thought that it was played as like christian was the one saying hello not tyre uh so i thought it made it look like christian did pick up and say something so i was like oh my god like you really dragged this either that or they spliced the hello from the amelia conversation Mm -hmm. so it was (laughs) annoying there that's the the fact that we ended the show on a call the voicemail this was a choice to really end it like this and then the season's over and the big takeaway was that yeah we find out amanda is dating uh again dating somebody we don't know who i just really hope this person is u.s based not because i'm biased but because if they're u.s based she can't be back on the show so (laughs) i you know hope so we'll see um i don't know there was like 
a few random things with Tyre actually. I mean, Tyre sending dirty pictures, first of all, again, bad. Um, mm. Riley saying that his sister's interested in Tyre, though. Are we getting a single life with Tyre? Uh, Tyre, stay sister? home. Stay home. Work, <laughs> keep working on yourself, please. I beg. <laughs> I don't remember Riley's sister. I don't remember if she popped. Maybe I'll she tell popped you up. this for free. Oh, I'm not here for Riley and Tyre sitting in uh, Riley's living room, smoking cigars and listening to jazz. I'm not. I need to see it. I'm not here for. Yeah, I'm not here for the cigar uh, broship here at all. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, weird. The only one other like maybe not the only but the closing thought that i also uh flagged up was statler talking about how she's going to be going home and selling everything she owns to move to england but if their communication gets doesn't get better it's not going to work i was like you should probably be pretty sure it's going to work before you sell every possession you own (laughs) like that seems like a bad idea yeah well this is this is uh statler so are we surprised no but i'm still concerned Uh, yeah that it's very interesting to me to think about all the couples real quick and just let's go through a line and say who's lasting who's not lasting ooh, so okay, do it david and sheila gino and jasmine they're fine i don't think they're not lasting i think they're both fine uh tyre doesn't count amanda and rosvon are done i don't think they're getting back together either so that's over um christian and cleo I don't think they're lasting long term. I think we might see them again, but I don't think they're lasting. So then I think that counts as a it'll work because if you think we'll see them again, that means that they'll at least be together until the next time we see them. Okay. So, well, yeah, I think they're going to last for a little while. If one okay. year is the benchmark, I need to clear. <laughs> like, then, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. So we'll count that for that. And then that leaves us with Riley and Violet, who I actually could see getting back together no i don't want it it's not going to happen i am manifesting that this is not going well for them and they are going to i don't want it but i could see it happening so it could be reality betting on no all right well from your lips to the universe hopefully and then misha nicola who literally me i don't think misha spoke a word in this episode really yeah um there was like one or two things i feel like she jumped in on but like very little uh i do think this is lasting uh if we're going by the metric of a year or two especially i definitely think it's clearing that i don't know that we're seeing them a good though yeah so i'm looking at the couples for 90 day fiance this new season Mm. uh and here i just wanted to quickly check and see because I think Gino and Jasmine are the returnees, obvi, but is there anyone else returning? And the answer is no. Everyone else is brand new. And this is going to be a very interesting season, I think, Scally. I'm excited. You know, I cannot wait to jump into a new 90-day official, still one of my faves. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see how that goes. Yeah, so it sounds like we're going to get the premiere next week. We're going to have a brand new season of 90 Day Fiance proper coming back. This season is officially done and dusted. And then the other way is still going on. So it'll still be two seasons side by side. But I have to imagine at some point we're going to lose uh, the other way and then just have one a week. Please, TLC, please one a week, please. So we'll see. Yeah, desperate for that. (laughs) Yeah, when we get there, it'll be bliss and it'll be great. Uh, But just a quick announcement before we wrap things up here. There will not be a 90 Day Fiance The Other Way episode this week. I'm going to be out of town. And given that it's a 42 minute episode, short episode, uh, we're just going to end up doing 
this week's episode and next week's next week on one super episode for the other way. So you can check that out next week. And then obviously I'll be back next week to talk about 90 Day Fiance proper season 10 episode one, the premiere. And that'll be a good time there. But for now, we are done and dusted here on the Hot Mess Express. Scally, thank you so much for coming on. Let the people know where can they find you and what other things you have going on at this very moment. Oh, well, thank you for having me. If people want to check anything else out, I am on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. I'm playing Pokemon on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bscally. I am also talking about the challenge over on the Doming Holland podcast and the Traders Canada uh, probably has already aired by the time you're listening to this, but me and mm-hmm. we will be talking about that all season after the episode and guested on the uh, nothing but Netflix podcast talking about the devil's plan, a new reality show that people should check out and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, it is a great show. I definitely do endorse it as well. Devil's plan has been a lot of fun Four episodes in. So if you check that out, Scotty, thank you for coming on once again. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. That's where I am when I'm not podcasting. So come through and say hi. I would appreciate it for sure. And like Scally said, we will be covering Traders Canada every week right after the episode, 11 p.m. Eastern over on the RHAP YouTube channel. And then, of course, it'll be available in your pod feeds as well if you're listening to or for any Traders content out there. Uh, Last week, I had a deep dive with Annabelle from Traders Australia Season 2, which was a lot of fun. Pretty and I got to catch up with her, and it was very, very good. I do recommend it. And then Mass Singer is back. So that means Liana and I are back to talk about this silly little show that is Mass Singer every week so you can find that as well and for as long as big brother's running i'll be there for the live feed updates on friday mornings but for now we have arrived at our destination once again thank you everybody for listening appreciate you being here we'll catch you next week but until then take care have a good one bye how many days are you gonna wait before it's knock down how many days is it gonna take